more to the game back with another podcast. I got a guy that I met in Georgia. Now you know how Georgia is for me today. We got Abdullah Bandu. Pretty good about Abdullah. Yeah, yeah, boy. Yeah. Yeah. So funny enough, like I said, we met in Georgia. And Georgia, it's the trap. We all know that. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. stop. Yeah. And then yeah, I played in Luxembourg last season. And you played uh Azerbaijan. And this year you came to Luxembourg as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's crazy how the basketball world is so small, but here we are today. We looked up for the podcast. Yeah. So how you feeling? I know y'all see this thing. How's everything going? Man, I can't complain, honestly, but I'm good. Um, we won our division. Um, we're moving up in the first place, so that's definitely a huge accomplishment compared to last year. I think for me, more so, just trying to be better than I was last year. Yeah. So I, man, I, I definitely feel good about it. Now I'm just trying to build off of it. That's where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. So I was basically in your position last season because my club was uh, second league. It was first place, and yeah. we won second division last year. I was like, ever since you won, like how did the club treat you, the fans, like you? You got a chance to celebrate and you know. Yeah, the club actually, um, I think I saw you uh, last weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So the club actually paid for that whole, whole trip. Yeah. yeah. Originally, you were supposed to get a party bus, oh, but everything was booked out. Uh, <laughs> just like, all right, let's, let's get some bread. We'll go somewhere. And yeah. just, you know, we went out, most of the guys, and we just had a good time with it. But the club took care of us after that, bro. I definitely can't complain about that. Yeah. And this is your third year? Yeah, bro? third full season. I yeah. started when COVID hit. Yeah, yeah. So the fourth, the first year you get to finish. Yeah, I didn't finish that first year. Yeah, that's why. I, so I actually was in Georgia my first year. COVID hit. Yeah, but they liked me, so I came back, finished that full season now. And then obviously, like I thought it was going to be something different after that, but you know, obviously I had to go back. Didn't finish that season now because. Mentally, I just couldn't do it. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> I completely understand. Yeah, Trust me. Yeah. They don't know. Yeah, so I was just like, you know, just go home, work out, and then try to, you know, start over somewhere else. And so far, honestly, that's probably one of the best decisions I made. Like, that's a basketball plan for myself, personally. Yeah. But, like, going back, you're from uh, Sierra Leone. Yeah. And you were raised in Maryland? Yeah. So I was born in Sierra Leone, uh, moved over to America when I was eight, and I just grew up in Boston, Maryland. Yeah. Is that PG? Yeah, PG. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So you got PG, I mean, you kind of did yeah. pretty well up. Yeah. I, mean, I, I went ahead, but I know, I know about the PG boy. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, <laughs> my, one of my partners, uh, Pony Morgan, he actually, yeah. he went to Hampton. He's like, he's the handle of that. So, For sure. Yeah. So I think when he saw, uh, I had met up with you in Georgia, he said, How you know him? I said, No, we just met. It's a small world, but yeah. he did tell me that he did you. So, yeah, and then. Big bloodline in the NBA. Yeah. So it's a lot of people that I feel like from Maryland that just end up in Hampton playing basketball, just like going to school. And every one of them love it. I don't know what you guys got going on down there, <laughs> but it ain't been one bad thing being said at all about Hampton. So it's pretty cool. Man. Yeah, Hampton is definitely great. Especially for a black man, young black man. It's, yeah. it's a beautiful campus. It's just like <laughs> saying. It's a beautiful campus. I didn't get to take that visit, but I heard nothing but good things about it. Because yeah, so. he went to Quinnipiac. Yeah, yeah. How was that experience? In Connecticut, it was different from where I grew up at. And when I mean different, it's like PG County, like literally, where everybody's black, like mm-hmm. teachers, all that. So, you know, you go to Connecticut and it's like the opposite. You know, all this first place, a lot of old money. I'll tell you that right now. But Quinnipiac was pretty cool. I think I, was, I wasn't used to how cold it was going to be. Mm-hmm. First winter, they gave us like a bug coat. 
about six feet tall, bro. Only thing open that was like from my knees down, bro. <laughs> bro, it was so cold over here, bro. But everybody was cool. Coaching staff was cool. I ended up getting a new coach my third season, uh, Baker Dunleavy. My first coach was Tom Moore. He just won a UConn national national championship. And then Baker Dunleavy, he had came from up over. So I, we had a change system and all that. But we had a great, I had a great final season. Um, we kind of lost in the quarterfinals of the MAC conference, but. We had a winning season, and probably that, that was the furthest we had been all year. So it was, it was a great season. Bro. Yeah. So all in all, you say you enjoyed your yeah, yeah. All in all, I definitely it was definitely good um, overall experience. Let's put it that. Yeah, because I know like everyone has different experiences. Because you know, college is different than high school with your overseas. Like, yeah. Because people don't know like college, like depending on where you go, you might not enjoy just because your culture. Might not let you play where you want to. Yeah. Might be very strict. Like yeah. it's a lot of different things I run into bring over. Yeah, yeah. But I ran into those things for sure. Um, my first coach, I was at the four, and I had the luxury of being able to do a little bit more stuff offensively. Um, they coached, you know, athletics, numbers, threes, and uh, layups was basically what it was. But so I had to basically give up like certain things. But I think for me, I I've always been a team player, so I had no problem. You know, molding into the role that they wanted me to mold into. But when you become professional, like at the professional level, especially overseas, yeah, you kind of have to go back to that sports mentality. Mm -hmm. So that's that's what it was for me. My first year, I struggled with that because I was such a team player mm -hmm. overseas. Like, I was just doing everything I needed to do for the team and win. And offensively, it wasn't the best numbers. I was more like 10 and 8. And then this is my age, which is like, I need you to score the ball. So this, you know, this year's stats went up a lot more on like the 20 plus range. So it's just, I think that's much more better in this business than if I was like in the GD, like the training camp I went for my first year, it was like, you're going to be a 3 and D guy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, that's cool. That's another role. But when you're overseas, it's just about showing your whole game the first couple of years before you, you know, you're at that level. And if we like did tell you, you know, this is what we want you to do in this world for you. So. It's different, bro. Sure. I was watching a video not too long ago. They were talking about how there's a lot of NBA dudes that don't make it overseas because in the NBA they were just a role player. But when you come overseas, you got to be one of the guys and have a versatile game. You can't just sit in the corner with all this space, have somebody like LeBron just create wide open threes for them. You got to be able to play basketball when you yeah. go overseas. Yeah, I was watching. Going back at it, I was watching the podcast with um, Gilbert Amina. Talking about basketball players and hoopers. Mm -hmm. You know, like us hoopers, you come in, like your role is just get buckets for me. And when you're a basketball player, it's like you know the game, the ends and out. Yeah. IQ. Like, the IQ, like you, you, you can throw you in any position, you don't have to worry about it. And I think when you're overseas, like as a hooper, you will thrive, but as a basketball player, you definitely will go further along the way. Because, like you said, bro, you come here, you got basically your job is to do everything. Yeah. Score, rebound, assist, block, steals, whatever. Good job to do everything. And depending on how long you play, because I know you and I, I've seen you play. You play the end of the whole game. <laughs> so you gotta be in shape <laughs> to do that for a whole game. Sure, man. Forty minutes, thirty not. <laughs> I'm telling you, but I had to get used to it because in Georgia I wasn't. I was having like twenty minutes, bro. And I got, I come, I was a I come here. I'm at forty. I'm, damn. 
And bro, it's crazy because like my coach, whatever, like he's Portuguese, he played Portugal, like everything. And he knows that Luxembourg is not uh, in terms of like, you know, quality basketball is not high level. Yeah. But you understand like playing 40 minutes and having a responsibility is to be leading score or top two on the yeah. score or whatever, and play defense, and rebound, like, yeah. I don't care who you're playing against, it's hard. That's right? a hard task, bro. That takes a lot of energy, bro. It's a hard task. Like, even for me, I have to start finding ways to, like, be efficient with it, bro. Because I was going so hard for, like, the first two, yeah. three quarters. Yeah. I was burned out in the fourth quarter. And, like, some teams started to notice it. So now I started to stretch it out, like, you know, pick my plays, basically. Like, if I can go get the block, I will get the block. But if I can't get the block, I'm not going to waste my energy. Mm-hmm. Like, I got a whole other 30, 40, uh, 30, 20 minutes I got to go deal with, bro. So, like, <laughs> that's one thing I definitely would tell you, though, having to adjust to 40 minutes, like, full game play, defense and offense, is different. It's different. Yeah, when I first got here last year, in the preseason, like, I was burning out early. Like, yeah. I would have a great first half, and then second, like, third quarter, like, in the fourth quarter, and yeah. I was done. And this year, I've done a better job of, like, Increasing my production as the game goes on, like mm-hmm. in a game, you know, get a rhythm, you know, you're doing good, make mm-hmm. yourself like, oh, I got this, I got that, we're winning game good. And then by the fourth quarter, you still got enough to finish your game. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm still learning. So, I mean, I, I just go back, I look at film, and I just see, like, all right, when do I start slowing down? I'm like, mm-hmm. why? If anything, now, nah, I don't even do energy drinks, but I got to do energy yeah, drinks. Yeah, I got, I got my quick my, my routine. Yeah, 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 I don't do energy drinks. I don't even open it to like halftime, bro. Like, I never finish an energy drink. I put that in the bottle and then it's sit there. Like halftime, I start drinking something just to give me enough energy for the last two quarters. But, yeah. but I had to do something because I was really burning out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I got a, my routine is the night before the game, I'm having a state, kind of enjoy on game day, I'm gonna have also the other another state smaller way fruit, yeah. like water juice and all that stuff. Halftime, I got a little recharge or whatever. Yeah. I'm just looking for forty game and then the rest of it at halftime I can finish it. Yeah. I, I definitely had to get my energy up. And also I got my vitamin B pills. Like yeah. we gotta use every single yeah, voice of energy your body. That's how I am on game days. I like to uh, the night before I get a nice little stretch routine. Use my therapy going on. I eat a lot of carbs, you know, just trying to fuel myself as much as possible. Hydrate, mm-hmm. hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. The day of breakfast, I get a protein shake, then get some more carbs and then lunch, like probably four hours before the game. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I sit probably like two hours prior to eat, I take a hot shower and get my body going. I take a cold shower, actually. Cold shower. Well, just to begin, like, because I heard, like, it's good, like, like your mental and your, your energy, like, yeah. because it's like, it's something like, I don't know how sure it is, but I saw something like it put certain like cold shot proteins in, but just like the, how you feel good after taking the ice bath. Yeah. So I do like a little two minutes of cold and then a regular shower. Too. I take the cold one after. Like I take the cold shower, but I take the cold shower after. Oh, okay. Yeah, like that's like for me, like the hot shower gets me going. Uh, after the game, I immediately hop in the cold shower. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I do cold, hot, and then finish it out with cold just to flush my system out. So by the time I get out, then I'm like, we go, you know, talking friends and friends, all those people. My body feels great. I get to the point where now, like, I feel like I can play another game. No, I just play 40 minutes, but I always finish everything off with a cold shower. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, got you. I mean, I feel like we all got different routines, but yeah. it works because, like, sometimes you try to follow, like, oh, Kobe did this, and he yeah. but you got to do something that works for your, you know, your body. Because 
I know in college, you know, you have like the, the, the practices on the game, they the shoot around everything. Yeah. But, you know, out here, you really just go and shoot your own. So yeah. I, I don't even get up a whole bunch of shots on game. I do free throws. Like, because every every time I try to get up a lot of shots, like like shoot around, mm-hmm. I don't shoot well. Like, so yeah. I try to not, not, not empty the clip before the game. Try to say something. Yeah. yeah. You got to play 40 minutes and you got to, you know, be ready to you know, get buckets. So, yeah, I learned that lesson. Yeah, yeah, I definitely did. I mean, for, for us, like, we had the luxury on our, our team just being able to go on throughout the week. So, like, Tuesdays and Thursdays, we got gym access. Mm-hmm. So, me and my teammate, we go in, we shoot, we shoot threes, mid range down uh, on and back, free throws, and um, we try to make some live shots. So, we probably pick a move or something and just work that whole move out. So, by the time we come to like Friday, we play most like on Saturday, Friday, our coach will come over, we go over plays, and she said, You can shoot or we can play knockout. <laughs> so <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, God love playing the knockout. Because yeah. if you wait, the team has to do whatever you say. So yeah. we'll be in there making people dance, we'll oh, be like, yeah, we'll the yeah, like whatever, making them sing, like whatever. So most of the time we end up being a knockout match and it get real intense. I ain't gonna yeah. lie. People shoot and get your ball and throw it over on the other side of the court. <laughs> That's when I was sitting there in front of my son. I'm like, we don't play knockout like this back in the States. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, there's a difference. Yeah, it's a big game. Over here, like life or death, trying to do it. Yeah. Trying to win this knockout. You get knocked out. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know, whatever they, whatever they do, whatever they say, you gotta do it. So it's all the funnest thing, bro. It's like yeah. so funny. Yeah. But that's usually how we usually go. And then for me, I go in the game, I'm just like you. I try not to get too many shots up. I just throw the free throw line, obviously. Mm-hmm. Shoot, shoot, shoot. You know, and then try, because I know when the game comes, I don't want to burn out. Yeah, you got to be ready. You got to be ready. Yeah. Yeah. So, you play in Georgia, and your experience in Georgia is in mind. It's like, it's a lot of stuff going on in Georgia. What yeah. was like some of the craziest stuff or most unfortunate things you had to experience in Georgia? Oh, uh, man. I think nothing will ever top this story, bro. <laughs> Was here, <laughs> but we uh, I live like by the gym that we play at. Like the, 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 there's a nice facility. I definitely see that. But and the um, the apartment house we were staying on was like I probably stay on like the eight ninth floor. Bro. You can kind of see the gym from where we were living at, right? But I don't know what it was, bro. But one, it was when this whole Russia and Ukraine thing started going on, and. I live over the balcony. I like just to be outside for some fresh air. But the whole gym was on fire. Like the, the gym they were building next to our gym was in smokes. Like banner on fire, like wood, all everything was on fire. So we like, I call my teammates and I say, yo, our gym on fire. <laughs> Everybody in the balcony, like leaving over, we trying not to fall because we don't know this is gonna stay with yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, you gotta think about it. I like I'm six seven. I got teammates at like six ten. I got another dude at like six eight. So we all just like yeah. leaning over the body. <laughs> and we see it. We start recording, but we start texting the group chat. We had a game the next day. So I'm like, yo, I don't think we're gonna be able to play that bad game because the gym is on fire. Man, it takes us back like games still going on. We have we haven't received 